you've got an ASK to GET. If you don't ask, you don't get, point blank. And so if you want to achieve more results, ask more people to be a part of your company, your program, to support you, to give you advice, to test out your product or service. you got to ask people and be bold and courageous in accomplishing what you want. And the more people that you enroll into your mission, the faster you'll achieve it. Microphone check, one, two, what is this? You're now listening to a brand new episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Look what you done started. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. In this episode, we are joined by Brandon Barnum, CEO of HOA.com, the number one referral network for professionals who serve homeowners. And he's also, guys, guess what? A best-selling author. Brandon, how are you doing? I am having a great day. Thanks for having me, Sheree. I was really excited for you to bring this to our audience. We have not had someone in your space before, so tell us a little bit about the goal for HOA.com. HOA.com is a big play. We're on a mission to revolutionize the homeowner association industry and really to connect homeowners to professionals they can trust. Our tagline is connecting communities because in each of these HOAs, we actually host live events and we bring professionals into the community so that they can really serve the community in a meaningful way and win more business at the same time. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody just say anything nice about HOA. So ah, right. you actually get into space. It's so funny. As CEO of HOA.com, every time I say that and introduce myself to someone, almost invariably the first thing that they say is, I hate my HOA. So we hear it all the time. We believe there's a better way to HOA. We believe they need more transparency, the financial fiduciary responsibility. Like you as a homeowner should know where every penny is spent and where every vote is cast. And there needs to be better communication and better community events happening in your local neighborhood. Within your organization, your first point of contact, is it the homeowners or the HOA itself when you begin to do your work? What's interesting, we actually have three different client avatars. Ultimately, it's all about the homeowners. The homeowners are who we're here to serve. And I tell my team at HOA.com all the time, your job is to help people. Because where we monetize, where we make the biggest difference is in the professionals who serve the homeowners. I started out as a mortgage lender and for 12 years, I was serving homeowners directly as a mortgage lender. And so I took that experience and then have built these platforms over the last several years to help professionals really create partnerships. We teach the referral partner blueprint because most professionals are out there all alone. We help them work together to more effectively serve the homeowners. And there's also a process that we go through to activate communities where we're doing a homeowner satisfaction survey and asking them to rate their HOA. And then we provide that information back to the HOA board so that they can do a better job in their communities. Now, this is not a new concept. You've actually been working in this space since about the late 90s. Is that correct? Yeah, I got started in the mortgage business in 1997. And that's when actually I built my first website. And it was an early version of Zillow. We featured properties online. And back then, only half of the real estate companies had websites. And those that didn't have photos that you could sit there and look at the what you would see now, right? All the photos of a home. 
if they had a website at all, it was one exterior photo. So we changed all that back then. And then for the last 13 years, I've been focused on helping professionals do more business with other professionals. So my last platform was called refer.com. We built that to over 5 million members, including 250,000 realtors before we exited that in 2019. Okay, so Brandon, usually these are short interviews, but when you said 5 million members, let's unpack that. Uh, yeah. What does that look like and what is the thought process behind that growth and the exit strategy? The thought process is building a network of professionals that connect and do more business together. Now, one of the biggest challenges that we find in the space of professional networking, there's a lot of people that go to BNI groups or chambers of commerce. And they have these great meetings with prospective partners, but there's very little action that gets done. So what we've done is we've created, again, this referral partner blueprint. It's part of our raving referrals system that we teach. And what it's all about is helping people who serve the same perfect prospect. And if you're listening right now, whether you serve homeowners, like we're talking about, or you serve business owners, you wanna partner with other people that are serving your perfect prospects every day. How can you add more value to them? And how can you be the solution that their clients are looking for? Because when you add value that solves the challenges of their clients, that's when they send you a ton of braving referrals. So we've created platforms to help automate that process and we even create automated co-marketing campaigns. So once you set it, you can forget it. It just keeps you top of mind and markets to your collective social sphere automatically for you every month. With the two publications that you just mentioned, where do we need to start? Like we can't talk to you right now. <laughs> Which one of those do we need to start with to get our journey going? I just held up the Raving Referrals book. You can find that on Amazon or go to ravingreferrals.com and check that out. I recommend people start by taking the referral score quiz. If you go to referralscorequiz.com, you'll see that it's 10 questions about your referral business and it's the top 10 best practices when it comes to your referral business. And there's a lot of those that hopefully you're doing really well and there's probably some that you're missing the mark on and that's what we find all the time. So that helps people see the blind spots in their business and then they can elevate their performance in those areas. That's the fastest, easiest, free way to start. And if we wanted to work with you now, I know that you said you just had an exit. What are your days looking like now? What are you doing? <laughs> so I focus personally on three things. I've got an amazing team and a C-suite that's building all the tech and all the programs. Personally, I focus on partnerships, presentations, and podcasts. I keep it to the main three. So once I've started my executive day and I've got all the people doing all the things they need to within the enterprise, then my mission is to help evangelize and spread the word. And so I do podcasts like this or presentations. I teach and train in live audiences. And then I focus on national partnerships. So right now we're working with one of the major real estate companies. If I said the name, every single listener would know them. They're at the top of the game and they have 140,000 real estate agents. So we're creating a partnership to bring their agents into our community. And so that's where I focus is those types of partnerships. 
Now, we definitely want to know the name of the podcast so we can go subscribe and comment. What is the name of your podcast? You know, what's funny is we haven't launched our own podcast, but it's it's the Raving Referrals podcast. I've got a few episodes. My first interview is with Ivan Meisner, the founder of BNI. So I've collected some, but I focus my time on being on other people's podcasts and really helping spread the word to the larger uh, network. So I do about three to five of these a week. With the work that you've done and the body of businesses and resources that you built over time, what would you say are the top three things that a professional may want to focus on when they're looking at building a referral network or being a part of a referral network. Before we even talk about referrals, I'd say you got to know exactly what you're out to create, achieve, accomplish, and that starts with your goals. So for those of you watching on screen, you can see I've got pages and pages, hundreds of goals that I'm out to achieve and experience. And I learned that through my mentor, Mark Victor Hansen. He's the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, and he's sold over 600 million books. And when I first met him nearly 20 years ago, he challenged me to create 101 goals. And so I went to Hawaii the week after, and I spent time on the beach just getting clear on what it was that I wanted my life to look like, where I wanted to go, who I wanted to partner with, what I wanted to accomplish. And what's amazing is I created 338 goals right there and then over that week. And as soon as I put them in writing, as soon as I got clear on what it was that I wanted to achieve and experience, those things started happening. And some of them were like magic to me. Like I met Bono, the lead singer of U2, within six months. I am absolutely convinced had I not focused on that and then actually shared what I wanted to experience with others, that wouldn't have happened. One of the other goals, and this is a fun story, the power of intention and creation. I wanted Mark Victor Hansen to be my mentor, and I wanted him to write about me in a book by May 28, 2005. Now, Mark, had just written the book, The One Minute Millionaire. And I'm a huge fan. If you haven't read this book, you should. But a few months after he started mentoring me, because he said yes, I called him up and said, would you be my mentor? He said yes. And then a few months after we started becoming friends, he calls me up and he says, Robert Allen and I are writing the sequel to The One Minute Millionaire, and it's going to be called Cracking the Millionaire Code. Would it be okay if we write about you? Oh my gosh. And what do you think I said to that, Cherie? Of course it'll be okay. Yes. And this book came out May 31st, 2005. So it was three days after the date that I had set that I wanted that to accomplish. And once that happened and they wrote three and a half pages on me, and I used to take that book when I would travel around the world and I would give that to clients with my business card on my page of the book. And it built so much credibility and also confidence in me, but it taught me a lesson, which is that you can achieve anything you want to. You just gotta get clear on what it is you want and put it in writing and then focus your energy and your intention on that which you wanna create. I call it life by design, where a lot of people live life by default. Love that. I absolutely love that. Let's talk about your goal setting process. Now, everybody may not have a beach to go sit down. <laughs> sure. How do you refresh your goals? Do you have a, a process for refreshing those? Like once you check one thing off on adding new goals? Yeah, absolutely. So Mark taught me to write victory in purple. Purple is the highest spiritual color, right? And so you write victory once you accomplish those goals and take a moment 
to really celebrate it, right? The reality is you accomplish the goals in your mind when you first set it out to do that. But then once you complete a goal, what I recommend is that you do it regularly. Like I typically will do it at the beginning of the year for new year. What do I, what am I out to do? My birthday is at the end of May. So I, I always look at, okay, what have I accomplished? A lot of my goals I set by my birthday. I want to accomplish or experience this by my birthday. So it's a great time to calibrate and go, okay, now that we're here and now that we know what we know now, what do we want to do next? We may need a personal development book from you. I know you're in a different space, but I think that'll definitely work. Did you wake up one day and say, hey, I think I just want to be this great guy who's out here doing these great things. What was your goal growing up? I know some people start out wanting to be a firefighter, a yeah. police officer. Tell us what it looked like for you. Sheree, it's so funny you asked that. I was at a networking event that a friend of mine does yesterday, and on your name tag, they wanted to have you write down what was it that you aspired to be when you were a kid? And so on my name tag, I wrote entrepreneur. I've always known I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I remember at 12 years old, I watched an infomercial on TV about real estate tax liens. And I took a bus an hour from my house across town so that I could sit in a hotel and learn from this tax lien expert. So I've always just been wired a little different. You know, I was a fan of Alex P. Keaton on Family Ties. I'm like, okay, that guy's different. I like him. So for yeah. me, I've always been wired this way. It's just who God created me to be. And so you just stay focused on your path and your purpose. Oh, and I'm going to back up a little bit to the Homeowners Association. When we talk about your path and your purpose, yeah. it's easy to look at you now and say, wow, this guy is success. He's done this. He's a great example. But let's talk about the early years, mm. because sometimes people that are just starting out in the trenches, they need to be able to see what's possible. So could you tell us about your early years of business? Yeah. When I first got started in the mortgage business, first of all, I was a single dad in my twenties. I had a kid in college, found out you don't have to be married to have a child. And at, <laughs> at 22, I was a dad. And at 24, I was a single dad. I had full custody of my son and I was only making $20,000 a year at that point. And I had to make a change. So I left the industry that I was in. And eventually I got into the mortgage industry and I had somebody teach me and mentor me in the art of what I now call raving referrals. So starting up, it was scary. I got into the mortgage industry. I didn't know anybody in that industry. I didn't have a network built up. And it's a really, there's a lot to learn. So that first year, I felt like a dunce. I felt like I didn't really know the answers to all the questions that were going to come to me. And I was intimidated, insecure, but I believed that I would figure it out. And so I just kept forging forward every single day. And the beauty was because I had a mentor who taught me how to build referral partnerships in 18 months, I was able to 10 X my income from 20,000 to $200,000 a year. So that was a huge difference in my life. But then I went on to start companies and to be a true serial entrepreneur. And there's so many things that you learn along the way. You just have to stay focused on the goal. And I'm a personal development junkie. And one of the guys I love listening to is Les Brown. And he says, it's not over until I win. And I have reminded myself of that so many times. So if you're listening right now, it is not over until you win. The only way you lose is to quit. 
So keep focused, keep working. And that dream and your destiny is in sight. You just got to keep working towards it. One thing that I love to talk about as well, the morning routine for successful people. What does your morning look like? I wake up every morning and I lay in bed and I say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because I get to play another day. It's really, I spend time in gratitude before I ever get out of bed. I just, I'm thankful for my wife. I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for my life. I'm thankful for my friends. And so I go through just some time of gratitude. For me, I'm a Christian. I listen to a lot of praise music, worship music, because it keeps me fired up throughout the day. So if I'm not on a call, I've got praise worship music happening in the background, and I normally start my day that way. And then I'm focused on what it is I want to accomplish that day. I have a raving referrals planner that we use called Win by Noon. So literally, I have our own version of our success planner. I create what is it that I'm out to accomplish. And WIN is an acronym. WIN stand for what's important now or what's important next. And this is one of the things that I had a business coach that taught me this. And this made a huge difference in my life. He said, as you go through your day, you want to focus on what is going to make the biggest impact in your professional life, in your personal life. What is the thing that you should do next or now? that's going to make the biggest difference. And some people make their daily to-do list and they focus on the things that aren't really going to move the needle. So focus on what's the most important now or next. That's how you win by noon. If you had to give us a couple of things that you learned the hard way in your business that really had an impact, but at the time they seemed to be negative, what would they be? Oh, that's a good question. No one's ever asked me that one, Cherie. I have to think about that. I'm so positively programmed. I have literally reshaped my thinking to be positive and optimistic at all the time. So I don't really see problems, but I see opportunities. But I say the biggest challenge is cash flow. When you're starting out as a, an entrepreneur, you're starting a new company especially if you have employees, you're responsible not only to feed your own family, but to feed other people's families. And so we have 25 people here at HOA.com. And especially in the early years, there were times where I wasn't sure how we were going to make payroll. So that's one of the biggest challenges that I see entrepreneurs face. And then also the marketing side, and they're tied together, right? You got to go test your concept. You got to go out there into the market and don't wait till it's perfect see if people will pay you for what you think they need, right? And if there's a market fit, then you'll know you're on the right course and you'll get early adopters that will fund the development of your dreams. You want to create community around what you're doing and let other people play a role and be part of the process. We have a new investor that just came in and I met this man a year ago and it's a slow process sometimes, but when people see you making constant improvement, and that you're just diligent and you're dedicated, then they want to be your champion. They want to help you win. Now, you have some exciting things happening mid-January. Would you share that with us? Oh, so many exciting things. But yeah, we're basically in pre-launch mode here at HOA.com, and we're launching the platform nationally on January 22nd. We've got some major national players and big brands that we'll be announcing that people are already aware of. But by the end of 2024, every homeowner in America will know about HOA.com. 
We have a database feed where we have the information on every homeowner in America, and we're going to be using direct mail, email, but the real power of our platform is the power of relationships, because what we're doing is we're attracting top rated realtors, financial advisors, insurance agents, painters, plumbers, all the folks who serve homeowners, they're joining our referral network and it's super affordable. It's $357 for the entire year. So they become a member of our referral network and platform, and then they have a profile and then we help them build their trusted team of professionals and co-market together. So we've got a major launch coming at the end of January and I can't wait. I wish I could fast forward 90 days. Do we need to go directly to HOA.com to get more information about you? Or do you prefer that people go to your social accounts? So what I'd say is that if you serve homeowners or if you are a homeowner, go check out HOA.com. You'll find if you're a pro up at the top, you'll see a button that you can click to apply and join our referral network. If you're looking to connect with me directly, you can go to brandonbarnum.com and that's got links of various projects and things that you can benefit. You'll see the raving referrals book there. You'll see the referral score quiz and you'll also see the bank code test and everybody should get their bank code test and really understand their own personality because when you understand personality science, it actually helps you close more sales in less time because you're able to customize your conversations and your presentations based on how your prospect makes buying decisions. So super powerful. And you'll find that at brandonbarnum.com. And we'll also put it in the show notes. So we'll make sure that everything's linked there as well. Beautiful. One last question for you. If you had some advice for an entrepreneur on how to play big faster, what would it be? It would be to ask more people for what you want. One of the biggest challenges that I see is that people don't ask. You see it over my shoulder here. Back there's the genie lamp, right? That book <laughs> is by my mentor, Mark Victor Hansen. And he told me that you've got an ASK to GET. So many people are afraid of what the other person's going to think about them. And so they don't ask for what they want in life because they're worried they're going to get a no or they're going to get judged. Listen, if you don't ask, you don't get point blank. And so if you want to achieve more results, ask more people to be a part of your company, your program, to support you, to give you advice, to test out your product or service. you got to ask people and be bold and courageous in accomplishing what you want. And the more people that you enroll into your mission, the faster you'll achieve it. Brennan, thank you so much. Everything has been so valuable today. I just I really appreciate you coming and sharing with us. Oh, it's my pleasure, Cherie. Thanks for having me. And until next time, everyone, remember to play big faster. Thanks for listening to this episode. And remember to play big faster. 